each and every one of you deserve to be honored today because you are special to Azusa House Fellowship. And we want you to feel at home. If you're looking for a church home, we would like for you to consider Azusa House Fellowship, amen, a church with a purpose, amen. Uh, we're outside the walls. We're doing great things in the name of the Lord God. Amen. So we want to just um, worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. We thank God for you. Also, we want to uh, let you know as well that we uh, received a grant from our district office. Amen that uh, we applied for and we have re we have the grant coming and it will be here soon. So we thank God for that. Also, there's other people who are sowing financially into Azusa House. We thank God for that and we bless each and every one of you who are high prayers and who giving, giving of your time and we thank God for that. God bless you. Be faithful to your hearts. We're going to go today with, to you uh, on a small series that I'm going to be teaching on, and it's uh, speaking of love. I remember the song, the, the uh, theme that we had for Valentine's Day, and it said, What Love Got to Do With It? And you and I both know that love has a lot to do with it. As the Word of God tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then I can't help but reflect on uh, the song many, many years ago <coughs> that uh, came out. Uh, and it goes something like this, and I'm just going to throw a little in there, so, because this is what the world needs right now. What the world needs now is love, sweet love, la, 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 la. and that is a fact. The world Right now, even in the midst of the pandemic, the world needs love. Not Eros love, not Philemon love, but agape love. The Bible tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That who should ever believe in him should not perish, but have an everlasting life. Amen. Understanding love has a lot to do with it. We're going to go today to the book of 1 Corinthians. As I said, we're going to be teaching a small series here for the next couple of weeks on love. And if I was to use just for a thought leave with you would leave with you is love. 
be my my thought for this series. Where's the love? Amen. And we're going to the book of First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter, and it reads as this. Beginning at the first verse, it says, "Though I speak with tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass." of a clean, clinging symbol. Amen. Though I speak with tongues, understanding that the word of God, amen, we can talk, we can communicate, we can put on airs, and we can go here and go there, amen, but and do so much, but if we have not love, it profits us nothing. Amen. We can make a lot of noise, but if we have not love, it profits us nothing. We can be very eloquent in our speech, but if we have not love, it profits us nothing. The word of God tells us, for one, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one for another. Not only that, but the lessons know that for love, agape love, is a word of action. Love is action. As we, you often hear many times, People do not care how much you know until they know that you really care. Where is the love? The second verse says, And though I have the gift of prophecy, you can prophesy. Amen. And you can even understand all mysteries. And all knowledge, you have the gifts in operation, amen. You can do all in prophesy, you can teach, you you can preach, you can the gift of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the gift of discernment, you can have all of this. And so I have all faith, you have it all. So that I could remove mountains. You can speak to the mountain, and the mountain, according to the word of God, shall be moved. Amen. What faith that you have, amen. But have not love. You have all of that. But have not love. It says, I am nothing. I am nothing. Amen. I, what am I? I'm perpetrating. I, 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 as we were talking on last week, are, are we perpetrating? Are we uh, living what we are supposed to be living? It says, I am nothing. And now understand, it's only 
with God. Amen. God's love, agape love. See, because with, we need the God kind of love because it enables us to love anyhow. It enables us to love the hurting. It helps us also to forgive. Amen. That's God's love. The love of God constrains us. Amen. Even when we don't want to do right, the love of God helps us to look beyond one fault and see their need. Amen. The third verse says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, I can give all to the poor. I can sell everything I have and give to the poor. In this crisis that we're living in, people need to see the love of God arise in the midst of this pandemic. Though I restore all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, I sacrifice everything I have that others may have. That's good. Amen. But if you don't do it in love, it profits you nothing. And have not love, it profits you nothing. Amen. Where is the love? Amen. The prophet say, how does the love of God on the inside of us? Oh, glory to God. On the, in the fourth verse, says this. Before I get to the fourth verse, just go into John, the book of 1 John, right quick. 1 John 3, 17. It says, but whoso hath this world good and sees his brother have need and shut it up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him. Now that says, how can you see those who are in need of your brother who are in need and you shut up your bowels of compassion, you refuse to give, amen. You forgive, you, you, you fail to reach out to them. You're more like the, the religious people when that good man was in need they walked on the other side of the street. But the good Samaritan stopped and took time with them. How can we bypass people and say, God bless you and keep going? How dwelleth the love of God in you? Where is the love? God's love is action. Amen. The fourth verse said, love suffer. Long. Amen. Love suffer long. Amen. 
says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend thee. You can you can endure. Why? Because Jesus endured the cross for you and I. He can endure. Amen. Suffer long. Love. Amen. And it's not only does it suffer long, therefore, when we too much suffering long, also it tells me also that we are able to endure. We are able to take something. But you know one thing I, I find many times people are uh, they willing to give but they cannot take. They don't want to endure anything. Love suffer long and is kind. Amen. You can go and read about the the fruit of the spirit within Galatians 5 and 22. Amen. It's kind. Kind one to another. Kind to each other. By this y'all men know that y'all my disciples you have love one for another. Not only that, but by it lets us know God love enables us to love in spite of, love our enemies, to do good to them that despitefully use you. Amen. You have to love the devil out of them sometimes. Amen. It's kind, kind to one another. See, it's so easy for us to be kind one to another, but there are certain people who are kind to us. But we have to be kind. Love does not envy. Oh, praise God. Love does not envy one another. I'm not jealous of you. I love you. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. I don't do things just to be seen. I don't give just to be seen. I don't do things just to get a pat on my back. I do it because I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Because the love of God on the inside makes a difference on the outside. I don't have to parade around. I'm not. Love is not that puffed up. I want to be seen. No. It said, it's not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Understand that. A soft word, a harsh word turns away wrath. A soft word, excuse me, vice versa. A harsh word turns away anger. A soft word blesses us. There's so many words. Understand. 
It's not rude. We're not rude one to another. We don't talk to each other any kind of way. We don't act a certain way. The word of God said, how can you love me? Who you have not seen and despise your brother who you see daily. Amen. How can you? How dwelleth the love of God within you? The love that enables you to forgive. The love that helps you to forgive. And to endure all things. Listen what it says. Does not behave unruly. Think about it. Have you acted unruly to someone? Have you stopped talking to someone because of your got your feelings hurt? I say at times you should have your feelings under the blood as well. Because Jesus said, tells us that these things are going to come about, amen. But we as men and women of God must stand the test of time, amen. Love. See, God is not holding you responsible for what the other person do. He holds you responsible for what you do. And you are to love in spite of. Love is action. I'm not gonna do good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna treat them the way they treat they treated me. Understand that. You want people to treat you like you want them to treat you. Love them. Amen. Forgive them. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Selfish. Selfish. Self-centered. It's all about me. It's all about my wants. It's all about my needs. And people will go to the extreme just to get their needs met at the cost of someone else. And yet confess to be a Christian. Where is the love? How dwelleth the love of God in you? It seeks not its own. It's not about me, it's about you. It's not provoked. And one writer say it's not easily provoked. Even the word of God said, Wherefore seek ye sin by so where we so see by so great a power with the fellows lay aside every week. And sin that so easily provoke us. Amen. Fear in the fifth verse does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked. If you easily provoke, where's the love? You should be able to take some. You should be able to endure something. Jesus did it. And he did it because of you, for you and I. Thinketh no evil 
I wish no evil on no man. On no woman. I bless those that curse me. I give to those who are in need. I love them. I forgive them. Amen. I think no evil of no man. Does not rejoice in iniquity. Word of God, where's the love? You cannot rejoice in iniquity, in sin. Amen. Of what somebody's done to someone else, or to what we have done. The Bible tells me if you see your brother or sister who are in a who are in error was sin, gee, which are a spiritual should go to them in the spirit of meekness to restore them. I'm not gonna rejoice in sin and things that I see that they're into. I'm going to go to them. I'm not gonna gossip. I'm not going to put them down. I'm going to go to them in love, in the spirit of meekness, to restore them. Where is the love? No one have arrived yet. I'm not going to pronounce judgment on someone. Where is the love? But rejoice in the truth. We are to rejoice in the truth. The Bible says you should know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen. In the truth. In the seventh verse, it says, bears all things. Where's the love? Bears all things. We can endure. We can take something. The Word of God says, even as Christ is suffering the flesh, Arm yourself likewise in the same manner. Where's the love? Where's the love that constrains you? Instead of giving them a piece of your mind, amen, you bear all day. You are able to endure. You're able to love. Amen. Bears all things. Believe all things. Hope all things. Endure, not some things, but all things. Endure. Endure. That's saying that because we have the love of God, it constrains us, it enables us to endure. Amen. It enables us, do you hear that? It enables us to love in spite of. Look at the love that Jesus showed. He was dragged from judgment hall to judgment hall. They spit on him. They beat him. They whipped him. They put crown of thorns on his head. They, they pierced him in the side. But yet he did it because he loved you. But see, we dish out a lot, but we can't take nothing. 
understand it's not about you. Amen. You to my joy. Joy stands for Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. Where is the love that enables that enables you to look beyond the fault and to see the needs? You are able to endure suffering. To go through something for the sake of the gospel. The eighth verse says, Love never fails. I'm reminded of the old song, Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. You know the rest of it. His love never fails. Amen. Don't quit. Don't give up. In other words, it's not like I love you today, but tomorrow I don't know. Even when you've been persecuted, you're yet able to love. The Bible says, pray for them that despitefully love you. That's because the love of God on the inside of you enables you to love them. Love never fails. But whether they are prophecy, understand. Prophecy will fail. They will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Where there is knowledge, it will also vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But listen here. But when that which is perfect has come, Jesus Christ, his spirit, then that which is in part will be done away with. Amen. The only thing is the word of God. That's why we have to get the word of God on the inside of us. We have to have God on the inside of us. He is the one that holds us up. He's the one that helps us to love in spite of. There is the love. Then the 11th verse. When I was a child, see, this is the thing about that love. We shall be growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We should be able to love them. Amen. Now I said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. Okay? See, children cannot endure certain things that adults can take. Even many things that a woman can take that a man cannot take. Especially, I'm, I'm speaking of childbirth. Amen. But understanding 
A child can only endure so much. But we are not to remain a child all our lives. Amen. There are certain things when we first got saved, we could not take. But now as we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we should be able to endure much more than we did in the past. Amen. If we still in the past, dwelling on the past, living in the past, amen, not able to forget about the past, when the Word of God says forgetting about those things which are behind me, and we are to press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. In other words, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I acted as a child. I took some things because I didn't know any better. I, I, I dwelled on things of the past, but as I grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I know that God is helping me, that God is strengthening me, and now because of that, I'm able to love you in spite of. Amen we talk sometimes. He says, I spoke as a child. The way we speak sometimes, we don't speak with maturity. maturity. As we mature in Christ. We talk as one of the children. We talk like uh, we don't understand. Amen. We do tit for tat. Amen. You kill my cat, I kill your dog. Where's the love? I never forgive you for what you did to me back in third grade. My God. You growing in grace. The love of God. As we take on Christ and Christ on the inside, he makes the difference on the outside. Amen. We raise it up. We're encouraging one another. We're building up one another in the faith of God, with the love of God. We don't just speak things out of our mouth. That's not profitable. Our speech should be seasoned. In other words, to edify one another, to love one another, to build up one another. Now that we're not playing the dozens. That's what they did back in those days as a child. They played the dozen. Understand as a child. I thought as a child. But when, I love this. But when I became a man or a woman, okay, okay, we're not just talking about growing naturally. But we also have to growing spiritually as well. It said, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. You can't help people if you have not grown, if you have not endured, if you are not an overcomer. 
Amen. I put away childish things, childish thoughts. My behavior, in other words, my behavior has changed. My attitude has changed. Understand that. Catch it. When you grow in Christ, your mind has been renewed. The old things you used to do, you don't do no more. The old things you used to say, you don't say no more. Because Christ on the inside makes a difference on the outside. Where's the love? Or are you just doing things to be seen? You come out of the wall. You act one way. But behind closed doors, you act a different way. Are you gossiping? Are you holding grudges? Where's the love? Even most little kids don't even do it. One moment you see them fight, and the next thing, they join their hands and playing together. Grown folks, sometimes, they're fighting, but they don't know how to forgive. They hold on and hurt people, hurt people. But love covers a multitude of sin. But now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face now, I know in part, but then I should know just as I also am known. Listen to this. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest, as we said earlier, you can prophesy, you can do give gifts, you can do all manner of things. But it says here, but the greatest of these is love. Having love one for another. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen. Do good to them that despitefully fuse you. Amen. Where's the love? The love of God in our hearts. Said it by the Holy Ghost. Where is the love? Think about that, dear hearts. The love of God is so powerful and so, so real. It will transform your life if you let it. Amen. You don't have to keep tearing baggage. You don't have to keep holding grudges. You don't have to keep living in unforgiveness. Amen. The love of God makes a difference within your life if you allow it to. Amen. We thank God for this. Where is the love? One song where I say, God love, stand tallest to trees. God love, love all the world. Amen. We thank God 
for this day. Amen. Thank God for each and every one of you. Amen. We're going to be teaching on love, a series of love. Our world needs love. Many people are need an experience of what true love is. Amen. Thank God for that. We thank God. So, in this crisis that we're living in, let the love of God shine out of your heart. To reach others. Let them know that you are the church. You are the church. I am the church. It's not the institution. It's not the organization. It's not the, the, the denomination. It's about you. They need to see Christ in you, the hope of glory, the love. Amen. Let's love one another. Let's reach outside our comfort zone. Also, love covers so many areas. Amen. Sometimes people reach out to those who reach out to them. Sometimes people reach out with love only to those who love them. Some people only reach out to those because I can identify you because I'm black. So when it comes to Christ, I want to just reach out to white people. I want to reach out to white people. But Jesus loved the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. They're all precious in his sight. You cannot be a racist and, and be a believer in Christ Jesus. Where is the love? God, for God so loved the world. He loved all of us. White, black, yellow, brown. God loves all of us. And we should love one another. Amen. The, sh the church should reflect heaven. The heaven is a church about all people, all kindred, all tongues. Over in Revelation, who are these and whence comest thou? These are they which came through great trials and tribulation. These are those who washed their blood, their robes in the blood of the Lamb. That's where the song came from. Oh, when the saints go marching in. And our Lord, I want to be in that number. And if we can't get it together here, if we can't love each other here, let's forget about heaven. Because it first begins here. Amen. God bless you, dear hearts. We are so grateful. Your song said, can you close me out? We are so grateful. So, you're joining our streamline today. We thank God for you. We thank God that you are part of Azusa House Fellowship. Let the love of God shine mighty in this time. Because people need hope. They need hope. And the Christ on the inside gives you hope. That you can give other hope. Amen.
God bless you, dear heart. I love you, Lord. And I my voice to worship you, oh my soul, rejoice, take pride in what you hear, let it be a sweet, sweet Amen. Amen. Amen.